tune in, tone up. Your one-stop shop for guitar tricks, tips, techniques and advice. With me, Gary Shilliday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. Hi there, Dan. Uh, a couple of videos that have now been released, and uh, keeping, keeping with the same theme on speed, what, mm. something you mentioned in the first video that we didn't really look at then was uh, legato. Could we have a look at that? Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into that. Um, with this, it's really a couple of probably fairly obvious tips with legato. Right, okay. And also separating out what is legato and what is legato not. <laughs> yes, okay. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> what it is and what it did not. Okay. So, a to legato or not oh, to legato? To, that is well, the question. <laughs> it is the question. Alas, alas, poor Alan Hogsworth, I knew him well. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. I wish I did that, so he was an amazing player. Yeah. Um, Alan Holdsworth was, of course, the granddaddy of legato. Right. And um, really had the technique thoroughly and utterly under control in a, in a stunning, stunning way. Yeah. You know, there may have been some techniques which Alan Holdsworth didn't employ quite so much, but legato, the man was quite something. Yeah. With legato. Apparently he wanted to play the saxophone. Right, okay. Parents couldn't afford a saxophone, so he played guitar. Mm. Which is why he often chose that quite vowely sort of oh, kind of sort yeah, of tone okay. for his guitar. You know, he he was trying to emulate a saxophone and of course the legato lines, you know, it's it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, okay. So let's let's have a look at legato. Some people think legato is hammering on and pulling off. Now, certainly hammering on has its moments. <laughs> However, there are problems with hammering on and pulling off. Yeah. Pulling off especially. You kind of tug on the string as you do it. You can't yeah. not, really. <laughs> and I believe Alan Holdsworth used to refer to this as like a, a sort of a mewing or meowing kind of sound. Yeah. Legato, ideally, proper legato is a little bit purer than this. And actually learning proper legato will help you in so many other areas. Yeah. For one, it helps you when you're picking stuff. Because if the picking hand is doing its job and the fretting hand can help you out by being as accurate as possible, then that's going to help. It's going to yeah. take some of the sloppiness out of it for a start. Also, when you're sort of wanting to say sort of legato from nowhere, get a fret from nowhere, you're, you're not relying on a sort of finger to be down already or pulling off to anything. You know, again, legato, doing it properly is, is key. So you're learning to get those fingers hammering those strings down nice and hard. So here's an easy exercise for legato. This is what legato is, folks, not what it is not. I'm going to cheat slightly by using one of these cheeky fret wraps. Be nice if they could endorse us, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shameless drop there. So, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to play the major scale. Here's picked. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to play it using hammers. 
Yeah. Everything is going to be a hammer, a little hammer down. <laughs> Sorry, I was covering the string, what an idiot. So going up, I can hammer it out of nowhere. Coming down, I'm hammering as well. Even the little finger is hammering the note. Yeah, it's hard coming down. It is tough. Fret wraps. <laughs> it gives you a real clean sound. You know, you're getting a little bit of height, not a lot. But it's a bit like the you know the Bruce Lee, you know, one inch punch. Yeah. You know, you're floating above the strings, but you're going to hammer them down nice and hard every single time. <laughs> So, where this is quite handy is you don't always have to use the plectrum to pick a note and start you off. Yep. You know, when you're beginning to learn the guitar, so it's understandable, you might want to pick the first in each line. <laughs> but you want to work up to not having to do that. Yeah, okay. So that even producing your first note, you can literally fret it out. Of <laughs> Yeah, there might be certain situations where you do need your, your pick to help you out. I did cheekily use it there. Great stuff. But it's hammering, hammering out of nowhere. Also, you can then try if you're talking hammering out of nowhere, some of the more elaborate attacks. So if you can sort of hammer from nowhere. That would be cool. The other thing which is quite hard to do and also worthwhile putting a bit of effort in is where we get up to the dusty end. Yep. There are frets up here, folks. <laughs> Just letting you know that. <laughs> you know, there's frets down here as well and they also sound very, very nice. But the frets up here... <laughs> If you can get accuracy, yep. that last note that was off was meant to be off. I'm just going to say that now. 
<laughs> if you can get accuracy in such a small area, because it's a little tougher, you know, the extremities of the guitar present problems. Down here, obviously things are spaced out. <laughs> Between say frets sort of five and fifteen, we got this lovely playable register. Yeah, always oh, the sweet spot. Gorgeous. <laughs> However, once we get up to the dusty end, where no man has been before, <laughs> it gets a little bit tight up there for space. And so hammering on, especially when you've got such small gaps between frets, takes a little bit more concentration. Yeah. So it's worth putting a bit of time in for accuracy. So. <laughs> So I know I picked the odd note, but even if you're picking a few notes, hammering the rest. Sometimes with guitars, not every guitar, not on every note, sustains better in the other areas. You know, down here. Forever. <laughs> exactly. The, <laughs> yeah. the note kind of holds on with the tenacity of a, of a handbag snatch victim. Whereas when you're up here, <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. But it's not quite the same. <laughs> if anything, the yeah. B bent up is a little bit better. Yeah. But this also is another thing to think it's a, about, isn't it? Yeah. It's another challenge. Yeah. So when you when you're trying to make these notes sort of sing out using legato. You have to work a little harder. So get on the fingertips, adopt yep. a classical position. So take a major scale, except that if you haven't done it before, this is probably going to sound crap. And hammer down every note going up, going down. You're just moving through the different major positions there. That's yeah, all that same, was. Yeah, same key, same key. What I was saying earlier about helping out your your fast playing. Yeah. When you, I, I always felt my picking was kind of coming together, but like my my hand, my fretting hand was dragging behind. Yeah. So when you're doing all this stuff, <laughs> the hand can pretty much do it itself. It doesn't need the plectrum. Yeah. But because it doesn't need you to pick these notes, the pressure's off on the right on the. Well, you, hand. Yeah. You, you just you know this hand is doing a lot of the work for you, and then we got this coming in here. stuff thank you no worries legato folks you know it makes sense <laughs>
Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do. And if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Thank you.